0: Welcome to Daily Reflections with Canon Philip Gray. May the words that I speak and the words that you hear be in the name of God who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well thank you today to Esme and her parents Emma and Simon who uh, provided us with the reading from Acts, the story of ...of the first Pentecost, which they read so beautifully. But what is the right name for today? Because uh, for some of you, you'll remember that traditionally today was called Sunday rather than Pentecost. Well, Pentecost is a Greek word which means 50th. The day, according to St Luke, when the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples... The apostles were gathered in Jerusalem, observing the Jewish Feast of Weeks on the 50th day after the Passover. So this Jewish tradition of Pentecost was a celebration of the first fruits of the corn harvest, and they were presented on this day, and it commemorated also the giving of the law by Moses, according to Deuteronomy chapter 16. This Christian Pentecost then supersedes the old. The first fruits of the harvest and the giving of the law together are fulfilled by the descent of the Holy Spirit upon those first disciples. Whit Sunday by contrast is something of a more English vernacular nickname, and its origins are far from straightforward, and there are at least a couple of options. Firstly, a tradition that white robes were worn on this day by those who were to be baptised in England. Or maybe it was that white vestments were worn in the ancient celebrations of the Eucharist in Salisbury or York. These were the two most significant liturgical centres in medieval England. Red, of course, is what we wear today which was also worn by some places, and there was some variation. But the earliest English prayer books talk today of Sunday, reflecting that popular language and custom, either to do with the vestments or what was worn by those to be baptised. So Whitsun is very English and local. Pentecost is far more universal, worldwide. And in the modern church, therefore, we've been encouraged to use the word Pentecost, primarily for these reasons. Today, Pentecost, we celebrate the outpouring of God's Spirit upon the church, which was a direct result of Christ's work in his life, and God raising him from the dead. were told very deliberately in Luke's story that there were rep- representatives there from all over the world, well, in their terms, from all over the Mediterranean. And they gather together to celebrate Pentecost, and then they are transformed by the Spirit descending upon them like a wind and in tongues of flame. The wind and fire then enable them to speak of the mighty works of God, ...in their own native languages. The surprise isn't that they can speak in their own language... ...telling about what God is enabling them to do through the Spirit. Rather the surprise is that the Spirit is enabling them to speak... ...of the mighty works of God. And the mingling of all these different languages... ...creates an apparent chaos even to the point that some think there's a drunken party going on, even though it's nine in the morning. But this is the precursor to the Holy Spirit enabling the proclamation of the Gospel in our native languages throughout the world. For the Spirit has not created babble. The Spirit here has created coherence understanding. St. Luke wants us to see his scene here as a reversal of the story of the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11. There God had confused the language of the earth and scattered people abroad. Now at Pentecost he is uniting people through his Holy Spirit. And they proclaim the works of God in their own language so that the good news can be proclaimed abroad. It makes a smile, doesn't it, when those apostles are compared to a drunken party at nine o'clock in the morning. You can almost hear people mocking them because they seem to be intoxicated. Of course, All mocking needs there to be just a hint of truth for the humour to be effective. And it's not the only time in Scripture where the Holy Spirit is likened to being drunk. In St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 8, he says, Do not be drunk, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why do the scriptures contrast between drunkenness, the intoxication of drunkenness, and the Holy Spirit? When we drink too much, certain things happen to us. Our state and our condition changes. Our behaviour too can change. It can be positive, our drink can make us relax, we can be happy, a party atmosphere can develop, but for others the intoxication of drink has other effects on behaviour. People can get angry, harmful to themselves or to others, they can also become violent. Alcohol reveals that we are unstable. Our character and our behaviour can easily be changed by external forces and influences to ourselves. The same is true of so many other things that come to us in life. Our health, a pandemic, the influence of friends or society, public events and private events. These two reveal the inherent instability which is part of being human that makes us happy or sad, more confident or diffident, better or worse. We are really like fixed portraits hanging in a gallery. We're much more like weather vanes, with our humanity so easily buffeted. But this is not to be regretted. Rather, our freedom is a great gift. And this is where the Holy Spirit is vital as part of God's gift to us we are invited to be open to the intoxicating influence of God's Holy Spirit so that our attitudes and our behaviour result in the fruit of God's Spirit. As St. Paul lists them in his letter to the Galatians, joy, peace, kindness, patience, self-control, gentleness, faithfulness and love. We are never just ourselves. We are always responding to those influences around us. As Christians, we recognise this. And we trust that life is transformed for good when we rely upon the intoxicating influence of God's Holy Spirit. Now indeed, at Pentecost this is something for us to celebrate so cheers Amen Thank you for listening to today's edition of the Daily Reflection podcast if you would like to listen to more episodes they will be available on your usual podcast platform alternatively all the podcasts and live streams uh, services and reflections can be found on the St Margaret's Ilkley website